Bears have started their OC search several times over at this point. Now up to four candidates. Greg Olson is also going to be interviewed for the offensive coordinator position. But in today's episode, we're going to talk about why we haven't heard very much from the defensive coordinator position yet. And the fact that a lot of mock drafts and NFL insiders believe that the Bears will select Caleb Williams with the number one overall pick. We're going to talk about all and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, joined by my co-host C-Dub and Bobby in the building. It's Sunday. Even though the Bears don't play, we still got that live streaming content for you because nobody doesn't like Chicago Bears Central. It just is what it is, man. Uh, but with that said, fellas, man, breaking just a little bit before we started uh, recording today, it wasn't initially on the docket, but we got to talk about it. Uh, the Bears will now also interview Greg Olson for the offensive coordinator position. How do you guys feel about that? I feel uh, it's good. Uh, the more um, candidates, the better. You got to uh, weed them all out and find the best uh, person suited for this uh, football team. He is a Q- QB specialist. That's what they call him. Most of the media out there. But we've heard this before. Do your due diligence and find out if this guy's the right guy for the job. That's it. It's just another candidate. Yeah, uh, this guy coming in with a lot of experience. I believe he's 60 years old, been coaching, and was actually with the Bears way back in the early 2000s. Um, Had some stints with Detroit and some other teams like that. And with Seattle over there with Shane Waldron uh, this past season. So, Look, I ain't mad at it. I'm I'm, I'm kind of on the side of what C-Dub said. Hey, do your due diligence. Continue to look at the candidates. Um, I believe that it should. Uh, at least from looking at the process, I think they might have a few more candidates that they're looking at, and then they yeah. should just be done with it and then figure out who the hell is going to be your office coordinator. Let's get it rolling, and let's get it solved. Um, but, hey, it is what it is. Keep doing what they're doing. Look at these prospects and figure it out. So, Fair enough, fair enough. I, I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes down to the offensive coordinator position, like I've said many times before, they're going to interview a shit ton of people. I said it on the show. Uh, I can't remember which episode. that Expect them to interview about eight to ten people. Yeah. That doesn't mean that everybody has the equal chance to get the job, but they're going to do their due diligence. They're going to bring in everybody. They're going to give everybody opportunity to give their spill and make their case for what they can do with this offense or, or not. And that's just – that's what you should do when you have a position that – is 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 and that's we'll talk about the DC position here in a second, but like I think we all agree the offensive coordinator is the biggest need and biggest thing right now for the Chicago Bears to get together. They got to get that offensive coordinator, and you've held on to Matt Eberflus as your head coach. You got to get an offensive coordinator that's going to come in here and be able to develop this offense. You just have to. Absolutely, that is right on target. And also, I would add, uh, don't we have that rule where you have to uh, interview at least some minorities? When is that going to come into focus? Is that is that that the rule for only head coaches? Is that for the uh, offense? I think that's just for head coaches. I'm not sure. I, I could okay. be wrong there. Yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, not, and actually leading on to that, I was gonna say all the news we heard about Airbnb enemy. Why is Airbnb enemy not being interviewed? But I look. I'm just. I'm just happy. There's not been a candidate that they, has been put out there. So I was like, absolutely hell no. All mm-hmm. of them being quality, you know, candidates. And uh, let's keep it going. But I do got that question on why Eric Bieniemy hasn't been interviewed. I know I got my reservations personally, but as the football minds that get paid to do this, I I really wonder why he hasn't been interviewed yet. You know, so it just it could also be that. May, 
that maybe – do you think that there's a chance – I know usually when a new head coach is, is brought in, the staff completely changes, but Eric Bieniemy maybe they're thinking that they're going to be able to hold on to him from OC. Maybe they, they've had that conversation with – because the fact that he hasn't interviewed for shit yet, it's crazy yeah. because as many jobs that are open, you haven't heard Eric Bieniemy's name really out there for anything right now. Yeah, we yeah. heard it all before the season ended, but yeah. you're right. What you say, c Maybe he he's tired of going horizontal with his career. He, he, he Maybe it's just time for him to be head coach or he's going to stay offensive coordinator wherever he's at. He's been through this, through this um, bullshit every offseason of him trying to be a head coach. And he steady end up being the offensive coordinator. Maybe he's just tired of being the OC and he's just waiting for that head coaching job. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe. Could be. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point as well. I mean, he is the he also was the associate head coach of the commander. So at this point, yeah, it may just be a hey, it has to look up. So if I'm yeah. not getting a head coaching position, I'm not interested. Yeah. For sure. That makes sense. So and and it may go to too. This is something a lot of people haven't talked about. Eric Bieniemy, as much as he's been in the NFL for years, and don't get me wrong, there's a complete possibility that he's gonna have to get, get take a, a coaching head head coach position first before he gets one in the NFL. Just think about that. And it, it, it may be the point. Uh, I don't understand why it's taking this guy so long to get a head coaching job. Uh, nephew def- definitely gave me a way that that uh, some of these organizations are thinking about being me, but ooh, it's tough. I don't know. Peace I out mean, to him. I hope the best for him. Yeah, and last point on EB, I think that his value has shown itself, especially when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs this season, but – it kind of don't help how they looked last night. Matt Nagy looked like he was all right. <laughs> but uh, it was cold as shit, too. <laughs> so, yeah, well, it helped with Miami just. Right. The fuck they ain't want to be there. Man, Miami ain't want to play. Hey. <laughs> that between that and the Houston Rockets putting that thing on the Cleveland Browns, man. This is yes, a wake-up call for some people. Yeah, bro. Yes, bro. It's like, Definitely. y'all really thought y'all had a chance, huh? Yeah, no, nah, they ain't have If that you. kid uh-huh. go into Baltimore and beat that team, CJ watch Stroud? out. Yes. I, okay, let me ask you guys this. I know we're here and we're going to talk about the D.C. here in a second. But do you think that missing out on C.J. Stroud and what he's become puts even more pressure on the Chicago Bears and Ryan Poles? as far as to consider taking the court. We all are Justin guys here, right? Yes. But you got to look at it. You passed up the chance to take take a rookie quarterback that has now led his team to not only the playoffs, but a playoff victory yeah, in victory. his rookie year. Do you think that with Justin, and we know that Justin still has a lot of development to do, but do you think that puts more pressure on this, on this front office to make sure that they got to be damn sure? They have to be damn sure. In a sense, I'm going to have to be honest and say just a little bit, but when you look at it in hindsight, uh, this was a what was he picked seventh? He was picked seventh. We were yeah. we were you know yeah. we was up in a draft. We didn't have him on our board. Most teams didn't have him on their board as this type of a player. And so in most seasons, you're gonna have a surprise player like this, bro. I'm gonna say that there on. is pressure that they have to get it right. But I also want to throw out there to the viewers that's listening right now. Yesterday is a prime example of why everyone that comes on Chicago Bears Central always tells y'all. Coaching matters. What was the game plan when Luke Getze went up against the Browns? This idiot ran everything up the gut against a solid defensive line. What did they do yesterday? We going to go play action to the left. We going to have a solid tight end leak out on the right. And we going to stretch this thing out. This defense ain't going to know what's going to hit them. They was maneuvering 
and manipulating the offensive game plan the entire night. Mm. Coaching matters. I also want to uh, include that as well. And C.J. Stroud, he executed the game plan. But when you can set it up and make it easy, you look like that. When you make it hard and run up the gut, you look like a team that lose the game. <laughs> so He was throwing dots as well, nephew. CJ he was. was uh, yeah, oh, yeah. There. Listen, listen. He the, where he was, where he was placing uh, the ball for his wide receivers. Yes. I mean, there and there were a couple of times on. where literally his wide receivers just would have been a little bit quicker. He could have had two more touchdowns easily. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. Oh yeah. So, easily. Uh, and, and like I said, I, like at the end of the day, I know that CJ Stroud would not have had that season here under Luke Getzey. It would not no. have happened. It wouldn't have happened. I don't care what nobody says. It wouldn't have happened. But I will say this: it definitely is a different feeling when you when you don't have questions about your quarterback. And that mm-hmm. is what, what it comes down to with this team. Like, we, I love Justin. I think that if you get Justin a better offensive coordinator, you get him some more, another weapon and sure of that offensive line, we're going to see Justin take off. But it's just, it's, it's different when that quarterback question isn't the question that you have to ask yourself anymore. Facts, because I would say that if you look at uh, C.J. Stroud release yesterday, mm-hmm. I would say it's more pressure on Ryan Poles, simply yeah. because... If you put all the hate aside, Bears fans, Caleb Williams, he has a fast release, bro. He has yeah. one. If Ryan Poe's love what he saw yesterday, the pressure is on for sure. Facts, facts, facts. So uh, we had, had to talk about that, but let's get into the, the kind of the design topics for today. So we've heard a lot about the offensive coordinator. Outside of speculation, rumors, lists like I made here on, on some of the best defensive coordinator options, we have not really heard anything. As far as I know, we haven't had an interview scheduled or anybody placed on the list for interviews for the defensive coordinator position. I have two questions in it, but we're just going to start with this first general one there. Why do you think we haven't heard much about the defensive coordinator position yet for the Bears? And I'll just boil that down to uncertainty uh, mm-hmm. of the operations of the job when you become the offensive coordinator with the Chicago Bears. Most offensive coordinators want to be the ones calling the plays and making a difference in the game. I'm not sure if we hire – oh, you're talking about the defensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure if the defensive coordinator that we hire will come in and call the plays, i.e., look at the success, success that Matt Eberflus had this offseason. So if we're looking for a big-name defensive coordinator, why would they come over here if they're not going to be calling the plays and stuff like that? I'm not sure if the Bears are going to continue with Matt Eberflus calling the plays, but once it goes sour, oh, we're going to be saying, oh, oh, get Matt Eberflus back to calling the plays because he got this to a top-five defense in the last part of the season. So well, I, I think that I, could be I a agree. reason. And I agree with you. I think I was going to push back and say, well, I mean, you let a rookie coordinator and Allen Williams call the plays. There's a reason to believe that the new defensive coordinator is going to call plays, too. But you brought up a point that I wasn't going to bring up, that whoever you do hire as defensive coordinator, are they going to have in the back of their heads, let me have a couple of back play calling games back to back and Eve's going to take it over again. And that is something that you got to think about if you're going to take that position. Bobby, what do you think? I think that they just taking their time with this. Me personally, I'd rather them focus on one thing at a time so you can make sure that you absolutely get it right this time. Mm-hmm. So I want them to go ahead to look at the offensive coordinator who's going to have to come in here and, you know, kind of readjust the scheme a bit. And then when you look at the defensive side of the ball, the scheme is, I believe, hold on, is pause, already Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, this is what we're not going to do. You ain't going to disrespect us coming up here. Your fucking name is Calamity J. First of all, we just gave that man, C.J. Stroud, nothing but absolute praise. This isn't 
uh, tape never lies. This isn't the ghost of Judah. We will flame your bitch ass here. So if you're going to get disrespectful, best believe the disrespect can go both ways. So can you for a second take your bitch ass pants off and get yourself some man draws on before we fucking pull them down on you, you bitch ass nigga. Watch yourself, bro. Watch yourself. Now, go ahead, Bobby. Finish your point. Yeah, then I was just going to say, I believe that the defensive scheme is pretty much set already. And me personally, I wouldn't be surprised if someone internally is promoted just to kind of yeah. hold that position. And Iberflu still kind of holds the, op you know, holds the operation in his own because he's seen what he was able to do to call plays. We'll see. See, that's why I, uh, I I don't know that the second part. Let me listen to the second part of your question because I wanted to add on that, but that might go into the second part. Go ahead, Drip. Well, the second part of the question that I was going to ask is like, do you think when you look at this, because of the Matt Eberflus kind of being there and guiding the defense, do you think that this is a desirable job by other by other defensive court, big name defensive coordinators? Do you think we may see because Eberflus is likely to call the plays again? Do you think we may see another kind of inexperienced defensive coordinator come in here rather than that? I'm looking more to the inexperienced uh, first-time coordinator or a couple years in this game as a coordinator or not even a coordinator. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Hold on. I, I got to get somebody else. First of all, yeah. this is Chicago Bears Central, not Chicago Bears exclusive. We are students of the game of football. We're going to talk about all football. So if you got a problem with it, you can take your bitch ass to somebody who only talks about the Bears. If you got a problem with that, blessings to you. You can bless your mama and go the fuck back home. How about that? <laughs> I'm, I ain't got time for you motherfuckers today, bro. The season's over with. I ain't got time for you motherfuckers. So keep yeah, fucking around. You can fuck around and find out on this stream. Yes, bro. Keep it going, bro. <laughs> hey, I just think it's an undesirable destination for many ex uh, experienced defensive coordinators right now. Uh, they they more they been in this league for a long time, and this situation is not new to the NFL. So they've seen this situation and know they know what type of pressure and what type of job uh quality I'm going to say qual qualifications that might be the, the wrong comment to fit in there. But what what they're going to be able to do when they land this job. So I don't think it's a very desirable job at all the defensive I coordinator position with the Bears. Yeah, I can see that for both coordinator positions to be honest with you because if Matt Eberflus only got a year left, <laughs> you mean I got to move again? That's a good point. As an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. So when I'm talking to the Bears, I need I need assurance I'm going to be here for two, yeah. three, four more yeah. years versus is Matt Eberflus on a hot seat? You know, I want to know. Like That's a great perspective. Yes. You got yes, to yes. view that stuff, especially that's why I think that, you know, though those offensive coordinator positions have came up, those guys still got to make decisions, not only for themselves, but their families as well. And the same thing can be said about the defensive coordinator. Yeah. 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 I, it's going to be I, tough I, to feel that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Drew. No, I mean, that's another great point and great wrinkle in all this. Like, for any coordinator who accepts the position, because we know once your head coach is gone, that typically means your coordinators are gone, too. So you got to ask yourself, like, if, if people are looking at us and saying, hey, Matt Eberflus may be a lame duck head coach. Why take the job yeah. too? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm going to come over here and uh, work with the Bears for one year or maybe even six games or something like yeah. that. Half the yeah. season. Who yeah. knows what's going to happen? So it's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, but the, the the lame duck coach thing could be something that's viewed by some but not by all in a sense because if I'm a guy and I was looking at the job and I'm like, damn, Montez Sweat just got there. He wants to play mm -hmm. for Eber Flues. Jalen yeah. Johnson wants to play for him. These guys want to play for him. Some coach might be able to be like, yeah, 
I like what this guy cooking up. Let me go use my expertise so I can add to it. It, it, it can go either way. Oh, yeah, the talent I mean, is top notch. I want to nobody get confused on the that. talent should the make talent it desirable, but top, yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you gotta you gotta ask yourself for the for the the security of your job, right? Especially you gotta look at these these coordinators. You're you're moving your family to Chicago. You you right. and so if you if you're worried that you come in and six to eight months later your head coach is gone and your position is like, we'll see if the next guy wants to keep you. That's a that's a dangerous proposition to be made for people. So you know, and even though Ryan Poles gave his vote of confidence to Matt Eberflus, me just personally looking at the whole totality of the situation. I got to look at it and say, you guys took two days to debate if you were going to keep him as your head coach. That doesn't sound like you're too 100% sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> unless they already knew. Unless they really already knew. And they just exactly. gave us the, the smoke yeah. screen. Yeah, that, that could be a possibility. <laughs> they could have been in there that two days like, yeah, we're keeping flus. Everybody in agreement? Cool. Cool. Order lunch. We'll just be we'll have lunch in here tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the jury is deliberating right now. Exactly. We done. We done. We done. Y'all think they is Ryan Poe's gonna take input from Eva Flus? Is he gonna take his suggestions in consideration this time? Knowing how bad he did when he got Allen Williams, well, for both coordinator spots, Allen Williams and Lou Getzey. I think you need you're gonna have him give him more guidance because he was a rookie head coach and he and like I said before, bunch like we like when you're rookie at your job and he's he's only looking at it from the position of being a coordinator before himself. I'm sure he saw some stuff in Getty and Allen Williams. It was like those are the guys I want to rock with. Uh -huh. You also don't want to maybe have veterans there that that maybe have a louder voice than you in the locker room when oh, it's all said and done. Ugly, yeah. Yeah, and so I think at this soft point, ass shit too. I mean, listen, bro, we live we know we've seen it happen. We live in the we live in the era of softness. That's all I can say. With you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but get you started. But now you may exactly now you may have to at Ryan Pose and Kevin Warren are gonna. I don't think Matt Eberflus is gonna get the end all be all say when it comes down to the, his coordinators. Ryan Poles and, and Kevin I, Warren are going to be part of that decision making as well. I can hear them, Ryan Poles, right now. Like, Eva Flus, you want who? Oh, who you? Want? Okay, we'll think about it. Put it at the <laughs> but, but I really think you should look at this guy. And Matt Eva going to be like, but I like the, I really think you should be looking at this guy. <laughs> right? You got to like, like, come on, bro. <laughs> For real. Oh, man, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Anything on that, Bobby, before we move into the next topic, brother? Oh, no, we can keep chugging. All right, man. So most mocks and NFL insiders have the Bears right now selecting Caleb Williams number one overall. Now, you always got to take this with a grain of salt because, like I said, most people who make mocks, most of these outlets, they're not really looking at the situation that goes on hand-in-hand -hand with every team. I think everybody is looking at the Justin Fields situation and know that plays a part. But then NFL insiders – to me, we live in an era now where the the people who have the degrees, right, the, the journalism degrees, are searching for clicks more than what people like us who do this shit at home are looking for. So you got to take that with a grain of salt, too. But what? How do you guys feel right now about the potential of Caleb Williams end up being that number one pick for the Chicago Bears? Uh, there, there is a chance of him being uh, the, the number one pick for the Chicago Bears. There is mm -hmm. a chance. But when you think about the word mock, it means to tease or laugh at a scornful manner or not authentic or real. So it's actually just a troll when you think about it. So nobody even has the slightest idea who's going in number one. Everybody thought Jalen Carter was going to be a Chicago Bear. It was on all the mock draft boards everywhere. Not mine. 
And shout out to Bobby. He was the first one that had he had he had it exactly right, bro. You got to give Bobby. Yeah, yeah we gonna give yeah. uh, give our, our boy his flowers, bro. Bobby yeah, called this at a time at a time where me I don't even remember who me and Dub had on our mocks. Uh, Bobby was like, "Hey, this Darnell Wright kid, I'm telling y'all, yeah, called he it, bro. did. He called I think it. I had he called it, bro. I went with the I went I think, with the I think, I, I think I had Will Anderson on mine. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so, who I had on mine. Yeah. So so it's just. It's just guesses on their part. I don't know if you can call a hypothesis, uh, educational guess or not, but it's just really just guesses. We'll know the real when Ryan Poles and uh, make a couple moves this offseason or we get all the way to the draft and he drafts the number one. Okay. For sure. Me, I think there is a, uh, I think there is a possibility. You know, uh, it's going to definitely have to be some conversations when, that you talk about. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to what can you get back if you trade Justin Fields? What's going to happen if you keep Justin Fields? Do you go ahead and select Caleb Williams? How can you build that? It's going to be a lot of things. I think right now everything is on the table because, as as you said early on in this uh this stream, Hayes, the questions are still out <laughs> on Justin Fields. The yeah. questions are still out. And if we asking them, you know that the front office is asking the same questions as well. And they, I understand that they talked about continuity and keeping things together and, you know, moving things in the right direction. We we don't really know if that continuity includes the quarterback. They might say, yeah. hey, the infrastructure is good. Our coaches are good. We building and we moving upwards to, to build out our staff to make sure our players are good. But I don't know if they have the mindset that most of us have. We're like, hey, build this thing out. And if all things go wrong, then you could just replace somebody in there because, hey, we seen it. Tua, he was solid all season, at least for yeah. the most part, when it was I can get my timing and things like that. But when against the best teams and the circumstances changed when it comes to climbing and all that, he didn't have the arm strength to get it done. He didn't. So, it, it, even with one of the greatest coaches who was setting yeah. up things for him, they got killed yesterday. Yeah. I, I so I was talking to Tony Gill and he made a comparison that blew my mind. And I I, I want everybody because you're gonna hear you're gonna say it's crazy. And I did too, and then I had to go and look at it. If when you look at tape of Caleb Williams and go to this this quarterback when he was young, is Caleb Williams not a more athletic with a bit maybe the same arm streak, more accurate? But is he not just a black, more athletic Jay Cutler? Hmm. Really look at I the tape on that. that way. I just really watched look at the think. tape on that. I didn't no, see Jay Cutler, but that comparison well, can in, be drawn. In the Not sense of look. he's a gunner, and there's going to be some times where his accuracy is on point. And there's absolutely going to be some times where his aggressiveness throwing is going to immediately throw you out of some games. Oh, he's a gunslinger. He's a gunslinger. He's, he's, he's Brett Favre type ass. And oh, keep yeah. in mind, look at how Caleb Williams has had against the closest to NFL level defenses at, 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 no. at, at the collegiate level. It's been – it's. Listen, like I said, I admit my immediate response when I heard there was no fucking way. And then I sat there and I was like, there's a little bit to that. It's not one for one, but there's a little bit to that. It definitely is a little bit to that. And that honestly is a, a solid comparison because I like that with when you watch the Notre Dame game at the start of the game, he was able to chip away. But once those, you know, things, they, things got a little tight and moments mattered a little bit more. He was trying to force some things, and they went the wrong way for him. That's just one I mean, example. You could point out plenty more, but I, I could see the comparison. Not gonna lie, I, I really I gotta it. look out when I go watch some more. I'm just yeah, it's just, like I said, it was just something that I was like, I was like, come on, that's not that's in a sense I can understand where it's coming from with that. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Yeah.
it's hard to put my 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 brain around it a little bit, but I do yeah. understand it. Uh, he's over no over. What can I say? He's a gunslinger to the highest degree. He wants to make the play at at all costs. He's willing to put himself on the line to uh, make a play. But when the going gets tough, like nephew said, when you play a Notre, when the Bears play the Packers in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And not in the Super Bowl, but in the NFC Championship game. It is the season. Kind of flame out a little bit. <laughs> it is a kind of a little bit of correlation. I definitely got to do a bit more research to check it out. But yeah, that kind of makes sense. Okay, that makes. I sense. mean, it's just it's just something. It gives gives you food for thought. Now, one of the things that we also everybody's making the conversation of what the Bears are going to do with the number one overall pick, things like that. Uh, people forget Stroud didn't want to come to Chicago. Well, he didn't want to come to Chicago because Justin Fields, his boy, was here. Like, yeah, that's why he said that. that. Yeah, that's yeah. why he said that. He said, "I know, I, I want my own team. That's Justin Fields' team." So, yeah, another super chat. Uh, Hayes, I would love to have a roast session with you. You're fucking hilarious, but on the real, KW and Ryan Poles are going to be more involved. So we're going to get a good vet OC and a young, smart DC under flus. Well, keep in mind. Some of the OCs that they're looking at are, are young too. What two of them are like le- younger than thirty seven? So I wouldn't say that it's necessarily we're gonna get a, we're gonna get an old uh, OC there either. I just want to, I don't care. Make the right choice. I don't yeah. even care if you get if you get somebody that I don't fucking know. If they end up being the right choice and you've done your research, I'll shut the fuck up once they start winning. That's it. Yeah. Once they this start winning, Chicago I'll shut the fuck Bears. up again. That's what that's all it comes down. <laughs> this is like, Chicago Bears. This is yeah, not the, like the Justin Fields is or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, like Chicago Bears. Let's be clear here. I don't wear it. You ain't seen me in a Justin Fields nothing. The name across this chest and the logo on this hat every single day is Chicago Bears. For real. That's what it comes down to. Whatever is going to get us to the point of winning. I don't give a damn. You can go back and dig up the goddamn carcass of, I don't even know who. If that's going to get us some wins, the first zombie quarterback, I'm all for it. That's it. That's all I care about. Get us a good win. I am going for Justin Fields to stay, but. That's fair, right? And and let's be clear. Let's be clear. Caleb is hella talented. Oh, and all the things talented. and yeah. all the things in most of those games weren't on him. But we already know when the team wins, the quarterback gets praised. When the team lose, the quarterbacks gets criticized. That's I just mm-hmm. want to put that out there for the people because them pe- them pre-snap penalties from that offensive line all season, it's, it was bad. Yeah, it was struggle. It was a struggle. Like, and that's that's at the end of the day, and that's what I always say. Like, I may have the players that I like and I would love to see stay on this team and think like, hell, I, we, we started off last season said, hey, pay that man when it came to Roquan Smith. The motherfucker gone now. And listen, I like <laughs> what we have here at, at, yeah. at the linebacker's <laughs> position. So it really comes down to just – Get make the decision whether it's tough, whether I agree with it initially or not. That don't matter. Don't make a decision for me or what the fans are going to agree, agree with or disagree. Right. Make the decision that's going to make the Chicago Bears a winning franchise. And guess what? Even if you have your Justin Fields fans that say, if they give up on Justin, I'm out. I've seen you guys say that. If they give up on Justin and the new quarterback who comes in wins the Chicago Bears football games, we going on playoff runs. Y'all going to shut gonna the fuck right up. you going to be right there cheering just like we is. You're going to be right there. <laughs> You're going to be right there. Y'all going to be right here tuned in on the live call. <laughs> exactly. That's all that ma- at the end of the day, when we talk about the players that we like, that's because as fans of the team, yes, we're going to have players that we're like, that's not the people who use that when you say something positive about, oh, you guys are you're Justin Stans. You got you, you shut the fuck up. It's you're going to have a fan. Uh, you're going to be a fan of people on your team. 
But guess what? We all hated to see David Montgomery go. When's the last time we fucking brought up David Montgomery's name? Oh, that's a good point. That went crazy drip. They Y'all gotta nuts. stop painting shit with 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 these with these fucking uh over the top ass black and white right. fucking conversations. It just shows you guys are remedial as fucking your thinking. Yeah. You can ha- be a fan of a player and want and say, "I would love to see this player thrive here on the Chicago Bears," but make no mistake about it: get the Bears to be winning. Right. If you make that decision and we win, everybody's gonna ride with you. That's it. That's it. There are people who say Michael Jordan was just an empty calorie scorer the first three years of his career. I bet you them same motherfuckers, the same six championships, six Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Greatest ever to vote. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? I already know. It's crazy. That was a great point with with Monty. That's what I can remember the laugh we had when he when he got uh when he signed with the lions it was it was really divisive up in the in the chat they was like man monty mm-hmm. the bears bogus oh i don't want to watch the bears no more and all this other shit i'm like damn fuck monty that's how you feel about khalil herbert now ask cw to talk about khalil herbert you'd be like wait does he suck and i miss something right. <laughs> hey, man. hey one of them probably gotta go bro and it might be Herbert. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, but what do you guys think is the chance that we take a quarterback and we actually because a lot of people think you take a quarterback, then you trade fields. Do you think there's a possibility that the Bears and not necessarily number one overall, but do you think there's a chance that the Bears do take a quarterback and hold on the fields for another year? Or what do you guys think? You think it, it has to come with a hard line if you take a quarterback, fields has to go. And who we got? We got got your boy Tyson Bajan. He's probably the only one. Mm-hmm. On, I think uh Peterman, they probably cut a wave him. I think it's it's possible. Absolutely. He'll come back five more times. Yeah, he'll come back practice five squad more times, and shit. He's like Freddy yeah. Krueger. He just keep popping up every other fucking week. Look, uh, I wouldn't be opposed to getting the quarterback second, third round. I, I, I think it's okay. I don't think it's a problem with that if you keep Justin Fields just to have something in the chamber. I'm not mad mm-hmm. at that at all. And hey. the Bears might might do that, to tell you the truth. You got the kid from LSU. He might drop down to the second round if we can get us a second round pick. And I think we can uh, if we trade down. That guy might drop to the second round. And he was absolutely fantastic in college this season. You know what can happen. So I think it's a good it, good idea if the bear yeah i say you don't never know hey if if uh you bring in extra competition for braxton jones and you got questions about him we still got questions about fields so why not you know what i'm saying but you do have to make that decision and you hope that the guy that if you if he does stick around he can rise to the occasion and say hell no this is my job you're gonna have to trade this back up or he can (laughs) falter and that's just what it is like it's a production-based league if you're not producing in any business, if Chicago Bears Hitcher wasn't producing, y'all would be at a, on, on another channel. If we just posted one video a month, you'll be like, I'm not supporting this shit. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> you got to. It's a production based business and you got to put in the work. So I wouldn't be mad at it, but you do got to make a decision. Like Hey said, you have to. I just don't think that Justin and Caleb on the same team at work. I see the chats in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't have both that's why I said another get because listen, Not first Caleb of all, and Justin. This, no, you, there, there, you can only have so much sassiness at one position. Bro. I love Justin, <laughs> but Justin is sassy motherfucker, bro. You Caleb sassy not. too. 
You can't have too much sassiness at the same time in the same area. Bro, yes. do you? That, get... That's why. That's why. That's why Kanye and Drake fall, fall out every six months. <laughs> you have so much sassiness, bro. Could you imagine the media if it's Justin Fields and Caleb Williams? What? Oh, yeah. oh my oh, god, yeah. crazy, it's rap. I don't know how the hell Justin Fields can can even breathe. Plus, hey, listen, listen. It, it, you, do y'all think that Caleb Williams would cry after losing to the Packers? I think he cried. He still may take him. He, 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 I think he. I think he, he bet not. Will. He paint his fingernails. Shit. Hey, we know. taking him to the King Von mural. See, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> you go. You see that building right there? That, that old block. It ain't really a block. It's just a big ass complex. But that's old block. A <laughs> big King ass block. <laughs> wow. Hey. We taking all to, the videos hey, we taking on YouTube. Them to Old Block, K Town, uh, Lakeside. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> we taking. That's crazy. He gonna, he gonna know. Hey, this the trenches. That's you gotta crazy. We gotta get it up out of them, nephew. We gotta get it out of them. All that California shit. We gotta knock it out. <laughs> you drop off for Old Block for, tw for for two hours. And be like, we'll be back in two oh, hours. For real. Oh, bro. He'll that man come out man. a change man, change man. He's gonna have tattoos on his face and everything. He gonna he gonna grow whole entire dreadlocks in the two hours you gone. Hey, bro. it's, gonna be it's done. crazy. I'm chilling <laughs> with my young. <laughs> you funny as hell. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. How the hell we get here? Oh, um, mm. I don't even know what the hell we talking about at this point anymore, man. That's funny, man. It's <sighs> Man, it's coming, man. Uh, uh well, y'all think it they gonna make a decision on trading that number one pick or keeping it way before the draft comes, or we gonna wait until the round oh, gets here to find out. I I think this is gonna be a year where if they do trade it before the draft, if they trade it before the draft, they getting a hell of a haul back. I'm talking about we're oh, gonna yeah. be looking being like, we got three first round picks out of this bit. I think so. Like but I, but I think other than that, other a deal that large comes or it's going to be maybe a day before the day of draft situation. Yeah, That's I think crazy. it's we seen we seen a trade last year happen March 10th. Oh, I think it's going way beyond that. Not going to lie to yeah, you, really. because if it, uh, people going to get desperate, <laughs> people will get desperate the closer you get. You might be able to get you a haul that's better than what you got last season. Just saying. Mm. That was some haul, though, nephew. That was some haul last year, bro. Yeah. The biggest fleece of the year, I'm going to say. Bro, that was listen, that, was, a that was crazy. Uh, I say trade the pick, build the team, grab Phoenix or Daniels as insurance. That's probably going to fall out of the first round. Be like 49ers and build. That is a, that is a that is a potential. I talked about that on the daily at some point. Yeah. I didn't talk about Phoenix, but I did talk about uh, this week that uh, they could do out something outside the box and say, "Hey, JJ McCarthy, you are him. We drafted you as a backup." Like I, it could be something. They like just that. called you the Draymond Green the podcast. I'm on the Draymond Green podcast. I don't even know what that means. Come with the receipts, Dion. We need to see what up, yeah. Coach T. Coach T in the building. Man, they funny, bro. What the hell is the Draymond Green of podcast? We need reasons on that one. Listen, Draymond don't put up stats, nigga. I dropped over a hundred videos in a month. Like you check yourself. Talk to him, Ooh, check drill. Yourself. Check yourself. Talk to him, check drill. yourself. Now I'm, wait, I'm waiting to how he fo follows up because he' about to get flamed if he don't come correct. We'll wait to see his follow up. 
Yeah, just, just, I've been on one all day long, bro. I'll be on one all day. Or you better come correct. Come correct. That is come correct That's because... our boy right now. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. First, and I know you ain't calling me old with this old geezer here on the left of me. Like, yeah, hey, what are we talking about? <laughs> Not that old guy. <laughs> yeah. First of all, that weak ass beard. What are we doing, bro? Yeah, what you talking about? You want to go beard for beard, bro? Because he was born with a beard and shit. I will not insert myself into this conversation. <laughs> We've been trying. Bobby can't grow facial hair, man. I got a little, pull, you know, a little fur. We, we got a little fur, but that shit don't do nothing. <laughs> they said funny, man. All right, what's uh, anything left, fellas, man? Oh, no, we straight, man. Just keep uh, locking in and tuning in. Uh, Chicago Bears Central is killing it. We appreciate you guys. We on our road to 12K. Let's get there in like a month or something, guys. Tell your mamas, tell your mama's mama, and tell your bu your buddies and shit. And also, we trying to get to 1,000 on TikTok. Go on. I know a lot of y'all ain't uh, uh, following us on TikTok. Get over there and follow us on TikTok, bro. Y'all bogus. Will we over 800 now on TikTok? It's we are 820. Woo, dripping, killing it. God damn it. You never <laughs> know. It. We might go do a giveaway. I ain't going to lie to you. But hey. Hey, listen. Uh, listen, last time, what did we give away? Hats? We gave away oh, five hat. hats on draft. Now. Five hats. Five hats. Oh, live. We gave we away live. live. We're going to figure something you. out. We got to do something different this time. We got to do something different. Hey, we gonna I would put just say, Bears together. fans, buckle up. Hey, it's gonna be a lot of conversations. Don't get in the don't get in this back and forth shit, and let's just see what the hell the organization is gonna do and hope that it's for the betterment of the team. Regardless if you're a fields guy or not, support the team because that's who the hell gonna be rocking years and years down the road. Yeah. Chicago Bears, we Chicago Bears fans first, and we these front office got to give us a good product. So rock with the gang right here. We gonna keep it real. We gonna keep it funky. And we're gonna keep chugging. Let's go. Hold on, pause. Cause we got we got a a, a disciple of a bitch ass nigga named Ghost of Judah in here. Ravi, yep. first of all, your name ain't even real, bro. Like how you how your name short for ravioli, bro. We we are Bears fans first. Unlike yo dumbass who sits there and disciples after a man who can't even get over a thousand subscribers after being on YouTube for seven years. We've yeah. been doing this shit for a year and a half. Yeah. Watch yourself. Watch yourself, Ravioli. Go go and get yourself some <laughs> real ravioli. man's business in this bitch. Come on, Ravioli. Go out there and get yourself some real man's business. Because all you doing sitting here is gobbling the balls of a fake-ass Bears fan. Now, if you got something fake else to say, shut up before I fuck your mama's throat. <laughs> That's why you the dream. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media. Media. Media.